Uh, and this is the Ellie and Oliver show. I believe that today is the 28th of September 2012 and it's a Friday. Um, so today's theme is anniversaries and although it is currently still a regular Ellie and Oliver what we're going to talk about a lot today in the show is an upcoming project that we're making for Glasgow Festival in October and November 2012 which is called Friendship Festival. Oh, that sounds exciting. Oh. <laughs> um, and we'll also be talking slightly about this weekend is the marker of Ellie and I's three-year cohabiting anniversary. I think you say Ellie and me, actually. Can we say Ellie and me in conversation? Oh, I'm not sure. Um, I've been writing sure. a lot of formal emails this week. And I've been very unsure. Well, because I've been trying to be a much more serious person, I've been trying to keep my um, f- emails a bit more formal. I got sick of writing Love Oliver all the time. I've tried to go for something a little bit more casual uh, with just a positive uh, wish for the day to people, rather. Sorry, I think I just I was just racking my brain to the correct grammar. I think it is Ellie and me. Ellie but and me. But you would say Ellie and I are going shopping. But we would say, what situation would we say Ellie and me in? Because you're talking, because you have to assume, like, if you would say it's my anniversary. Oh, so we would say. say, I think it says Ellie and my anniversary, actually. It's Ellie and my's anniversary. Ellie and my's? (laughs) Would we not say it's. (laughs) Ellie and my's. Ellie and me's anniversary. (laughs) But Ellie and I would go shopping. Yeah. Is this correct? Okay, lovely. It's Sorry. good for us to learn, though, in the context of this specific show, I think it's good for us to learn how to talk about our significant others in a correct oh, tense. Yeah. Because Glasgow this year, their theme is unions, I believe. Right. Uh, and this is why we are presenting Friendship Festival. But we've also been provided with a series of prompt questions from Glasgow social media yeah uh, and I guess that later in the show we'll be addressing some of those should I I wonder should we begin perhaps I could introduce the concept of friendship festival okay or would you like to provide us with some more information about uh grammar the grammar of couples or anniversaries (laughs) maybe I should just do a little bit of reminiscing about our anniversary yeah why don't you that would be nice because it's the 28th of September. I mean, I'm the evil landlady, so I've got all the dates um, quite ingrained in my mind. And it's in a contract as well. But towards the end of September 2009... I've just oh. noticed that Ellie gave me a little anniversary present. She's made me a lemon and ginger tea. Yeah, because Oliver said he wanted hot water <laughs> to drink. I'm having instant coffee. He said he wanted hot water, and I said, why? And he said, because I don't have any tea bags, and I was like, Well, my tea bags are at the studio. In my defence, I've got a very generous selection of uh, alternative tea bags in the studio. I couldn't just pour you a cup of hot water. I did drink hot water. We've got lemon and ginger Thank you, it's very nice. Donated by me. Thank you. 
So, yeah, uh, September 2009, I was in the flat. I'd spent a whole month decorating it, painting it all white (laughs) (laughs) and removing all signs of the previous owners. And I was looking for a tenant. I was looking for a tenant who would be, hopefully, my ideal soulmate. And obviously, Oliver was one of my best friends back then, and I just didn't... But just back then. Back then. <laughs> back then, before we moved in together. And uh, it didn't occur to me for a second that that idea so mate could be him. In fact, it's complete opposite. I thought, there's no way I could live with that boy. There's no way. We don't have enough in common. It was quite a negotiation, wasn't there? It was quite a negotiation. There was a lot of... Um, Emotional blackmail went on, a lot of to and throwing from the flat to try to <laughs> persuade me. Every time he came into the flat, he'd be like, It could really work, this room's so nice. I think I would really I remember the first it. time I came into the flat and I saw the room. Yeah. And I thought, Oh, this is a nice room. I could set up shop here. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, there, there was some negotiation. Every time I thought that I'd secured my position then a couple of hours later, I'd get a little phone call saying, oh, no, I think this is a bad idea. Can't do it. But here we are three years later. Exactly. And you officially moved in on the 1st of October. That's according to the contract. Okay. But I let you have at least a week, maybe even a week and a half, just for free. Oh, my Lord. Just for being my friend. Oh, thanks. Well, it is Friendship thanks, Festival. Pal. It is Friendship Festival. So... This is how we came together. We met at Glasgow School of Art on the MFA. Uh, and we didn't live together in the first year. But then we did live together in the second year. And we've lived together for two years since that. So this is our three-year anniversary. Um, f- this year, obviously, we've been doing Ellie and Oliver's show as a way to ensure that every week our friendship has a time to express itself <laughs> and to, to grow or to... Um, you know, every Friday before we do the show, we have like a bit of a house meeting where we discuss problems during the week, particularly things that I've done to annoy Ellie. <laughs> um, and then we work out ways to resolve them. I'm really interested in like very direct negotiation between people or being quite upfront about sorting problems out and things like that. Very interested in the radio show as a way to develop our relationship. And so I think when I heard that this year's Glasgow was unisons unions unions (laughs) whatever it is (laughs) unions and a very good title it is very good theme um so we we're presenting a friendship festival where what we're going to do is ask different lgbtqi etc t did i get t in there I I, I, i believe i got a t in there um couples couples from around the uk both based in scotland and based in uh, England. And we'll be bringing these different couples up to reproduce similar radio shows in the format of Ellie and Oliver show. So half an hour of topical conversation. Uh, the hosts will choose topics and discuss them and then present songs. And also just talk about their friendship and what's special about their friendship. And the idea of the Friendship Festival, which is maybe why it's called a festival, is that they come for the whole weekend. So for three weekends, we entertain, well, I say we entertain, we go out in the town and enjoy all of the brilliant events that Glasgow are laying on for us and uh, get to know each other. So all three 
couples each weekend will have a lovely time hopefully so we're really looking forward to it we are really i'm really excited the closer it gets i think it's going to be brilliant um i was going to talk about perhaps some of the couples or maybe should i unleash all the data i think you should because i'm conscious that in the program we don't actually have the confirmed couples so i think it's time now that we should do that and then maybe we should look at some questions go for it so the first weekend which is the 19th 20th and 21st of october on Friday the 19th of October, it will be an Ellie and Oliver show. Now, on Saturday the 20th of October, it will be the Laurie and Rosanna show. Wow. Um, wow. And this will be uh, Laurie and Rosanna of Tranny and Rosanna fame. Yeah. They're also associated with uh, Buzzcut in Glasgow. And so they're quite theatrical characters they're making quite regular appearances in glasgow themselves this year as well um now i was gonna say fantastic okay good sorry then we have on sunday the 20th we're having um paul kindersley who is a really exciting artist from london and his mystery guest so it'll be paul and mystery mystery guest show Sorry, apparently this is taking too long. I'm going to I'm going to really speed through it now. <laughs> on the on the next Friday, which I believe is like the uh the um oh my god, let me get my calendar up. Okay, yeah, here we go. So it's the 27th of October. No, sorry, 26th of October Friday, another Ellie and Oliver show. Woo! On the 27th, which is a Saturday, we'll be having Sophie and Lucy from Lock Up Your Daughters and we're a big fan of a Lock Up Your Daughters evening uh, and it'll be nice to get to know them more. And then on Sunday, we are importing from London the one and only Tamsin Omond and her gentleman oh friend, Andrew Tober, and they are from Climate Rush, and they're very exciting activists. And I've sort of got it into my mind that Andrew might do a little bit of comedy as well. Apparently, uh, he does stand-up so comedy. We'll look forward to that. And then on the final weekend, which is the 2nd, 3rd, and 4th of November, on the 2nd, it will be the Ellie and Oliver show. On the Saturday the 3rd, it will be the... Guillotina Lady Guillotina Woo! Munter and Miss Vanity Von Glow. Woo! And finally, our grand finale, which we're really excited about, we will be bringing in Drew and Donna from My Transsexual Summer uh, to talk about their relationship and some other topics. That I guess. Is so exciting. When I say relationship, I don't think they're in a lesbian relationship. <laughs> I have very good reason to believe they're not. Well, but they are lovely friends and that's nice. Yeah, it's just about friendship, isn't it? There's no... Um Nothing too biological. Nothing too (laughs) investigatively biological. We're keeping it platonic at Friendship Festival. Yeah, nothing nothing biological on it. Oh, well, actually, yeah, Sophie and Lucy may have had some biological experiences. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Well, we should have a song, Oliver. We should have a song. Do you want to play yours? Okay, yeah. I mean, Ellie, right, what I want to say to you is I know that we're pushed for time, but I've made this song especially for you. Oh, my God. This is your anniversary gift. (laughs) But I haven't put too much effort into it because obviously if you put too much effort into it nowadays, people think it's embarrassing. What I've done is I've brought together a song that I really like at the moment, which is called, um, I think it's called Times of the Past and it's by Subtract. But I've remixed it very loosely with uh, some vocal samples from a lady that both you and I like and that is Nole, our friend Nole. So this is uh, Subtract Times of the Past versus Nole Broken Home Remix by Oliver Braid (gasps) Uh, and it's for you, Eleanor Harrison, on our anniversary. Oh, that's so cute. Here we go. If I'm honest, 
Luckily in Nola and being a real artist, I do come from a broken home, so I decided to call it Broken Home. Um, it's not all going to be about me being from a broken home, but that's just mainly the basis of it, basically. So young, so how are you to know? A carrier of the light inside of you Glows green in the pitch black Night, night, night Can't tell anyone, anyone Is hurting you So hold it in, cover up Pull up your sheets, your sheets What's a beetle cruising in the ocean And soon it's due <laughs> If I were this, I don't want to lie so I got to sit up, sit up, oh, up For my heart to come down, 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 down So I got to sit up, 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 oh, For my heart to come down, 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 down The ghoulish entities Quite honest, the day that I decided to call it Broken Home 
I was going through certain things and I was just sitting there and I thought to myself, do you know what? I come from a broken home, man. I'm gonna call my CT broken home. <laughs> if I'm honest, I don't wanna lie, do you know what I mean? Because that's what I look here as, that's where I come from, you know? I didn't grow up and it was all rainbows and butterflies and rabbits jumping around. I come from a broken home, so yeah, that's why. Thank you, Oliver. It's all right. Happy anniversary. That was so cute. I can't believe you made that for me. <laughs> I love it at the end when Nolo's just spitting on the track like that. She does come from a broken home, to be honest. But if she's honest, she's not going to lie. She's not going to lie. <laughs> to be honest, anyway. Uh, Nolo. It's a shame we can't get her for Friendship shout Festival. Shout out to Nolo, though. We are big Nolo fans. At but the is she an LGBTQIT? I don't think she fits into any of those categories, unfortunately. Well, it's a bit rude to us sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I felt a bit weird about it. What, asking people? Yeah, asking people, do you fit into any of these categories before I can invite you to do this opportunity? Well, people don't like being put in boxes. I don't like being put I in boxes. I don't. Oh. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I thought we had a bit of a technical hitch, <laughs> but I think it's all right. I don't like being put in a box, and then whenever I get put in it, I just spend a long time trying to get out of it again, which is what I feel like I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. With my th- three-year itch, which is what I've written here. <laughs> I've got a three-year itch oh. because I was relating this period of time. Like, we've lived together three years mm-hmm. in this flat. So we lived in this flat, and I was relating it to three years after I moved into the flat in Nottingham, mm-hmm. which would have been summer 2006. Oh, just when I graduated. And that was when I officially quit data collecting. I had a massive existential crisis in... Uh, summer 2006. What age were you? <laughs> what <laughs> age were you? Lol. Well, I was... How old were you? Let me think. You took uh, seven? Yeah, I'd have been 27. Mm, that's a prime time for an existential crisis. But I think it's something to do with resting in the same place for a period of time. I mean, this is a theory that I've been coming, out mm-hmm. with, coming up with this week because I've been trying to work out why I'm having such an existential crisis right now, so blame it on the autumnal season, because mm-hmm. I think it does bring it on. But do you think, because you said you never live somewhere long enough, and I've always said, I said on previous shows, that I don't think I ever really want to settle down, and that maybe it's because if you settle down, you know, life becomes more tedious and more difficult to deal with. I think that that is completely untrue. Okay. I have to say, because I tell you well, one thing, right? I I really lived in fear as a child. I, uh, this uh, this uh, advice from my mother that a rolling stone gathers no moss that echoes through my brain a lot. But Glasgow is the longest place that I've ever lived, apart from living at home with my parents. And this flat is the longest place that I've been in residence. Um, but all because normally I would just live someone for a year, and then they couldn't really take me anymore. Um, but the reason I think that what you're saying is like nonsense in a way <laughs> is that actually I think when I think about leaving Glasgow, I feel quite sad. And I sort of like, I really like my life here, but I also recognize that things aren't perfect. But when are they ever going to be? And like moving around just because it's like running away from a problem. Like you're always going to have existential crisis. You're always going to feel like you know that what you're doing in life is pointless because of course it is because everything that everybody's doing is sort of pointless like yeah. we're just rolling around um you know no one asked you to be here 
<laughs> it's like the problem's going to remain with you. Yeah, the problem's, the problem's in, in you. Mind. The problem's not in Glasgow or in a in a relationship. It is to a certain extent, but if the problem's in your mind, then I think that you can overcome the problem by moving into a new situation and stimulating your mind more. So that's that's I acknowledge that if I move I'm still, I, you know, me is still going to go with me. Me, myself and I. Yeah. But if I move into a new situation that I find stimulating and engaging... Then you'll forget about it for a while and then it'll come back. Yeah, I want. But totally. what I wanted to say to you is, you know, last week we had a meeting. This wasn't on the radio, but you were, you were paraphrasing Marx and this, this quote that you said, like, the Marx says that philosophy only interprets the world and doesn't change it. And you paraphrased it to be, like, the same as art. Art interprets the world but doesn't change it. I was thinking about it a lot this week, and I thought, well, yes, but an interpretation is a change. Mm. It's not a massive, dramatic, physical change, but it's a change, and actually changing your interpretation of your situation is much more interesting, I think, than just changing the situation. Mm. In this, in this, And then I thought that what would be really good for you is if on Big Thing you could watch this, like there's like a minute-long clip of Zizek, talking about the problem with action in society right now and how everybody acts rather than thinks. I think it's called We Need More Thinking. Oh, I totally agree. I totally agree with all of that. And that has... I mean, it's like you you said to me this morning when I was having a moan, you you only get really, 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 really depressed when you just think that everything is about you and Mm -hmm. think that everything that's happening in the world has been caused by you and your, like, failings in some way. But actually... (laughs) Everybody has their own shit going on mm-hmm. and we're in a massive big system and the events, you know, the world doesn't revolve around e- each individual one of us. But that thing about Zizek, you know, I totally agree with that because when I went to that conference about, like, um, art and climate change... I don't know if I ever, I mean, it was in February when I went to Newcastle, Mm. but the thing that really annoyed me about it was that at the end of this weekend, uh, they did this kind of open mic thing where everybody could stand up and sort of express what it was that they were going to take from the conference and what they planned to do. Mm -hmm. And there was just this really, really, really long queue, everybody wanting to say their little thing. And it was a crisis (laughs) of overproduction. Everybody was saying, I'm going to make mm-hmm. this theatre performance. I've got this brilliant idea for this thing with kids. And, and, and there's just <laughs> this massive queue, a queue, a queue of people to churn out this crap that hadn't been thought well thought through. And I, th- and I thought exactly the same thing as Zizek. What we all need to do is do <laughs> nothing because it's production. Yeah. It's overproduction. That's the I think problem. contemplation is much more interesting than just acting instantaneously. Yeah. But I also think that in terms of... W- I was having a conversation with people recently about divorce and my views on a marriage. And I know that Glasgow were interested in that equal marriage debate. Yeah. One of the things that I'm really like... I know that some people get married and then they're in unhappy... Rela- like very unhappy relationships and they need to leave. But a lot of the time, you know, because divorce is so easy now as an action... I do feel sad. You know, when you hear older people say, well, in the old days when you couldn't just get a divorce so easily, you had to really work at a relationship. Yeah. And make that relation... Like, and that's a project. If you can continuously just change your project willy-nilly, yeah. then you don't really get the same depth of... Things aren't always going to be easy in any relationship. But it's about, like, in our relationship, in our friendship, we've 
put procedures into place or work through spending time together we've worked ways out of dealing with problems and things like that that allow us to so be on our third anniversary. <laughs> I know. So what are your views on, on the equal marriage debate? I'm just reading off the Glasgow um, prompt sheet. Well, I suppose my views on equal marriage, it's like, I think it, people technically should be able to do whatever they want to do, really. I understand why, from a legal perspective, it would be more tempting to be tied into that kind of union if there are certain benefits you can't, g- and when I say benefit, I don't just mean financial. But <laughs> what I mean do you mean, sexual? No, just system, uh, systematic benefits, I guess, things that you receive from, the, or re- certain systems of recognition that come through being in that union. I think that that's very good. But for me, and I would rather... Um, I know what, I know what my view is. Difficult. You tell tell me. My view is there shouldn't be any marriages at all, and we should just all have civil partnerships. Like, if you want equality, I mean, I don't think there's any difference between a civil partnership and a marriage. I'm not going to go out, like... Yeah, I don't understand. It's just like a linguistic difference, Well, it's right? a religious thing, isn't well, it? Well, yeah. I I don't think marriage should... Yeah, I just think that it, we should just... Everyone should just be have to have a civil Well, I think if everyone wants certain legal benefits, they should be able to apply for those benefits. But apart from that, I don't see, like... Um, I just can't imagine, like... I think it's good that people have the option to do what they want to do. <laughs> but it's a bit of a waste of money a lot of the time, isn't it? And I've seen some hideous gettings, <laughs> as we might call them. It's a gay wedding. Oh. Um, but I've also seen some hideous heterosexual unions as well. Me so too. I've not been to a getting before. No, I'm looking forward to... Well, perhaps if anyone's having one over the Glasgow period and they'd like us to come and cover it as an Ellie and Oliver show special... Yeah. Uh, as long as we get a free cake, at least, <laughs> so uh, I'd be up for that. And then we could come to the anniversary, too, to I bring it back to Oh, the yeah, that would be nice. I tell you, though, I'm annoyed because I did have some interesting opinions on uh, equal marriage, but apparently they've all eluded me at this time. Yeah, at this when point you put on the spot. I won't yeah, ask sorry. you the other questions that are on the Glasgow uh, prompt sheet. Well, I think we covered quite a lot of them. We sort of covered how we met. Yeah. Okay, well, anniversaries... Wedding anniversaries, anniversaries of getting to know each other, birthdays. Is this a poem? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing a link. Sounds like a contemporary poem. I'm okay. doing a link into my song, Oliver. I was in the swimming pool this morning, doing my lengths, mm-hmm. pumping some iron. Well, not really, but just swimming <laughs> up and down. And uh, did you know that Nick Grimshaw is the new breakfast show host on uh, Radio yes, 1? I, I was aware of it. I don't... Uh, really know that much about radio apart from the Ellie and Oliver show but I was aware that he'd made that transition I've been listening at the pool in the change room anyway this morning he played a song and it wasn't 50 cent mm-hmm. but somebody obviously was re-released the song it's your birthday you're gonna party like it's your birthday otherwise known as in the <laughs> club anyway, anyway I was just dancing around the change room because I love that song yeah it's good but I love it in a really... I used to have... Uh, this is going to surprise you. Actually, probably nothing <laughs> I tell you will surprise you. I loved it so much, right? The first time I got a polyphonic uh, ringtone able phone, I had it as my wow. ringtone. <laughs> you were so cool. How old were you? Uh, well, it was 2003 that I got really into it. And the reason we got really into it, which is really pretentious and not really street at all, 
is I went as opposed to your usual more yeah, street because uh, I'm just totally street. Um, I went to Venice Biennale mm-hmm. <laughs> in 2003, <laughs> and one of the artists in Venice Biennale in the Giardini. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been? No. Oh, you'll go one I day. I didn't. I didn't have a passport at that time. That was in my. Um, Gap of passport ownership. Oh, 2003 in the Giardini, one of the artists had installed something in a relational, aesthetic y type way. Oh dear. And this was the soundtrack, and it was on a loop. Wow. So it just really reminds me of that period of time in my life. And then I was like, I, f- I fucking love that song. I'm going to get it on my ringtone. <laughs> so, should we play it? Yeah, absolutely. Let's play it. I'm just going to queue it up and we'll go into it. Wow. Uh, oh. <laughs> Of 
full of bug, mama, I got what you need if you need to feel the buzz. I'm in the having sex, I ain't in the making love, so come give me a hug. If you're in the getting rough, you can find me in the club. Bottle full of bug, mama, I got what you need if you need to feel the buzz. I'm in the having sex, I ain't in the making love, so come give me a hug. If you're in the getting rough. <laughs> don't try to act like you don't know who we be, neither. We in the club all the time, so pop, pop on. Shady out the map. Show. Sure.